All right, everybody, welcome. This is a, a different kind of Studio 3. Uh, I'm Danny. I'm Lindsay. I'm Courtney. I'm Josh. Get in that microphone, Courtney. Don't be scared of that thing. I'm Courtney. <laughs> and we have a special treat uh, for you. <laughs> we are going to answer some questions tonight. We're going to probably not answer some questions tonight about if God was in front of you, what kind of questions would you ask? Now, there's some questions from grownups and there's some questions from small children. There's also a beautiful comment from Madeline to God <laughs> that we'll read. And um, we're just going to kind of go through those. Uh, Josh, you want to pray us in? Yeah, I can pray us in. Sweet. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to just come into your house and uh, talk about you, Lord. Uh, Lord, I, I pray that uh, as we have these questions that they're able to get answered and the ones that aren't answered we come to peace with. In your name, amen. 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 So who wants to start? You have the longest list. I've got some from <laughs> some from your family too, but and we'll get we'll wait on Josh's question. Okay. We're, Josh and I are at a disadvantage because we don't have young children. Yeah. Well, with Mason getting saved this past year, he's asked me a lot of these kind of questions that sometimes I don't have the answers to, but some I have. Um, Mason wants to know. He's he's pretty obsessed with the gold streets. Yeah. So he wants to know: Are the streets really gold? What'd you find? Um. In Revelation 21, verse 18, says, The wall was made of jasper, the city of pure gold, as pure as glass. The foundations of the city walls were decorated with every kind of precious stone. The great street of the city was gold, as pure as trans- transparent glass. That sounds pretty gold. Pretty golden to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback Mason's question with his cousin Levi's question, mm-hmm. which is, can I see what heaven looks like? Well, I can't show him what heaven looks like, but I found some verses in here that talks about what heaven is going to look like. And it says, heaven has mansions where we will dwell with Jesus. That's John 14, 2 through 3. Heaven will be a city built for worship. That's in Hebrews. All nations and all people will worship Jesus. That's in Revelation 7, which I think is pretty cool that everybody's going to worship together like one big, giant, awesome church service. And there's lots of music. Yeah. Yes, there is. There has to be. I, you know, being being on the praise team here, all of, all four of us, I always laugh at the people who. This is terrible. <laughs> Jessica cut some of this probably, <laughs> but I always I'm always interested in the people who don't sing in church, because I think about all the things I've read about the singing in heaven. I'm like, oh, you are going to be in trouble. <laughs> You're going to have to sing. Right. <laughs> heaven will be filled with peace, joy, and praise. That's also in Revelation. Let me see what else we got here. Oh, yeah. Jesus leads armies clothed in white on white horses. Pretty awesome sounding. And precious gemstones will adorn heaven, and that's part of, it, part of the verse that you read. So, you know, I always think about the verse that they read um, at a lot of funerals. And they would say, you know, I'm I'm going to prepare a place for you. If I hadn't, if or if I didn't, if I wasn't, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have said so. Uh, you know, if Jesus is preparing a place, I feel like it's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to be pretty neat. So, um, you know, I think there's probably, you know, we were talking before we started about the time thing, and but I think there's going to be senses that we have in heaven that we haven't had here. There might be colors that we might see that we are not used to, you know, smells, things like that. You know, who knows? 
Who knows? But I think it's going to be, I, mean, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. The no, the no sorrow, the peace, the joy, and the praise all the time. That sounds pretty good to me too. Yes. So what do you got, Josh? What do I got? Wait, we're waiting on yours, aren't we? Yeah, we'll wait on mine. All right, Lindsay. <laughs> Can we fly in heaven? I know it's juvenile, but it's a, it's a legit question. Yeah, so that's yours, actually, right? Don't judge me. Yes, no, no, that's I'm, my question. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't judging you. Um, Josh, what do you got? You looked it up, didn't you? Yeah, I did, actually. Um, it. I don't know. Some people are saying no. There's no definitive answer in Scripture that says so. Um, hold on. I did see something. Uh, it says, perhaps the most significant teaching on this topic that we find in the New Testament is that our bodies will be like Christ after his resurrections. Consider the instruction of the New Testament for our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able to subdue all things to himself. Uh, And then it pretty much just goes on to talk about how um, it's one of the guiding principles and it'll unlock our understanding of our future. We can study about the Lord's glorified body. So pretty much it's saying no um, yeah. because we're going to be like Jesus. Right. And he didn't have wings. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like he could fly. He walked on water and such. If he really wanted to, I think he could. But I think, yeah, I mean. There's I d- no definitive answer. <laughs> there isn't. There isn't. That's definitely the Bible doesn't that say, can. yeah, you can fly in heaven. Right. Sorry. Right. I don't know. I feel like if you're in heaven, maybe you feel like you're flying all the time. Yeah, you're on cloud nine. Yeah. Well, our, well so, we have um, our earthly or bodies, or is it because when you ascend to heaven, it's not your earthly body. So what's that going to look like? So LD, LD preached on this uh, when he was here, and he talked about, you will definitely be, be, I asked my mom this all the time when I was a kid, you will definitely recognize your family and people. Now- LD seems to think from some of the things that he, that he studied that it will be at like what would be the height of your earthly body. So Jesus was approximately 33, right, when he, when he left, which if you Mason think, was right. He asked, how old is my papal now who's in heaven? And he thought, about 34. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sounds good. So, you know, that's kind of what LD was talking about is, is well, the height of what your physical body was would be the body that you get so at 33 you're you're at the, you're the, you're the healthiest or, or you know whatever so he told a story about a little girl that um was visited by someone or she, she, i guess she may have drowned and then come back or whatever it was and said that i saw somebody and she said was it your grandpa and he's like no, i don't think so and she found a picture later and as they were going through this house and she's like that's the guy i saw what well, was a picture of her grandpa at like 34 33 so I, who knows but I think, I think you'll be recognizable. Um, I think you're looking through different eyes, right? Right. We understand. I mean, we understand what we understand, and that is, I can see Josh's glasses. I can see Courtney's hair. I can see Lindsay's sweater. These are the earthly eyes that I have. And I think, with um, with you, you, heavenly eyes and a heavenly body, you, you are going to see things differently. I think when Jesus was, you know, resurrected and he came back and showed himself. That was kind yeah. of a good clue. I was yeah. reading up on that when my mom, that was her question. How will I know my family in heaven? And it says, if Jesus was recognized in his glorified body, right. then we will also be recognized in our glorified body. Jesus, Jesus was kind of tricky, though, because he wasn't recognized at first a couple of times. And then on the road 
to Emmaus, with, and, and Harold talked about this in his sermon on Sunday. He was with Cleopas and his companion. They didn't know him until they sat down to eat with him, and he kind of revealed, this is me. And right, then they so were like, clearly oh. he looked a little bit different, yeah. but they were still able to recognize him, those who knew him and loved sure. him. Yeah. So, th- I mean, I would assume that that would be the same for us. Yeah, we would, may yeah not, I think so. I may not see Lindsay exactly how she is physically here, I think that's but I'm abso- going to know Lindsay. Oh, yeah, I think that's absolutely the truth. Yeah, I don't think that... Again, the perception that we have of of what we're used to is we're going to see people, and I mean, they might they might glow like like stars, you know, you don't know, but um, it'll be pretty interesting. So, Dana Graham asked a question, <laughs> and he asked actually two really hard questions. But the first one he asked is, "How did it begin?" And he he referred to if I he asked me he said, "If I told you I killed the world's biggest deer." would you believe me? I said, yeah, I would believe you, but I would want to see it. Right. So that's kind of his thing. You can go all the way through Genesis and it's really fun to really kind of dig in to Genesis and figure out, um, what the timeline was. Seven actual days is what I believe. And I think most of, um, most Christians do believe (laughs) and, um, seven, you know, seven physical days. (laughs) And you can kind of go through and see that God created things. The interesting thing about the creation story, Dana, if you're listening, when you get in there, he did a couple of things out of order. And I, and, and most of the people you talk to about it who know a lot about it or have studied a lot about it believe that he did that intentionally so that there would never be. So, you know, God created plant life before he created light, per se, or, or the sun and moon. And that doesn't make any sense to us humanly because you need photosynthesis for these plants. That Well, he doesn't need that. He created it, so he doesn't need that. And I think he did that intentionally. Those kind of things um, are pretty cool. But, yes, um, I can't – I would think it would be cool for him to show, like, hey, how did you do it? Did you snap your finger? You know, did you did you wink it in? What did things look like before the earth – you know, before he made creation? What yeah. Was it – I mean, I just think that's – a neat thing to think about. So yeah. Madeline says a lot. So is it just like black? Right. Like, That's what I yeah. have in my mind. Jesus was just floating in something like space <laughs> and then bam. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Abracadabra. Yeah. So what did, what did, what, what, bam. What was Maddie's question? Uh, when is God's birthday? So this is an answerable one. God has always been and is never ending. So he technically didn't have a birthday because he wasn't born. Or it's every day. And Jesus had a birthday. The, the earthly Jesus had a birthday. But if you go back to uh, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He's been here ever since. So his, his earthly bornness, earthly birth, you can record, but he's always been and always born-ness? will be. Bornness? Bornness. Is that a word? That's nope. A, a I mean, it was. Yeah. It should have been birth. Yeah. Yeah. No. Born in this. Well, I'll try and explain that to a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. Can I? Because I'm Please. interested to see the look she's on her face. She's got a lot of good questions. Yeah, she yeah. does have a lot of good questions. She's got a lot of good questions. <laughs> what else? What else you got over there? You got a whole list, Courtney. You went Well, we kind of answered some. Mason said, are the streets really gold? What does heaven look like? Are there Jewish people up there? They've yes. been learning about, so, learning about the Jewish people in yeah. his Sunday school So that class. also answerable. Mm-hmm. I, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Strong yes. I can you can just flip through the Old Testament and probably find a number of Jewish people mm-hmm. who made Jesus. It, who made it to heaven. Jesus yes, as well, Jesus. yeah. All oh. the disciples. Yes. Probably are in the I mean, uh, you know. 
Paul. Yeah. Yep. Well, I have a question. Yes. Sorry, this is unscripted. <laughs> <laughs> Danger. Is anyone going to watch this, you think? I hope not. I'm going to watch them. So as Christians, I know that it's not necessary for us to follow some of like the standard Jewish practices. Mm-hmm. Um, should we? We talked, or I think last week. As far as as far as obeying like, the law, um, ish. Like we know, Chick Fil A is not open on Sunday. Okay, so. But I'm talking about like the Passover, so things like observing the Sabbath and correct. Yeah, so yeah. um, it, yeah, I mean, I think there's some. I mean, we we should observe the Sabbath. I, I think that that's. I do. That's my nap day. There's a lot of law, <laughs> that. What are you looking at over there, Tina? <laughs> Is I need to observe the Sabbath. <laughs> Tina says I'm too busy on the weekends, on the on the Saturdays and Sundays. Sundays. Apparently, I do nothing. So, well, that's for, that's for Mel. But anyway, uh, slow mo high five. Well, if you yeah. think about, I mean, if you think about Jewish law, are there things that we should do? Well, there's ten that we should probably definitely do. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> given to us by the by the Jewish folk. Um, there's 10 that we definitely should. I mean, obeying the Sabbath, keep it holy. Harold tells a story one time and I, um, well, he tell, he's told me a couple of times. We've talked about different things that you do that you don't really re- realize influence people. And we talked about this Tuesday night. Um, he was just cutting his grass and one of the guys that drove by was like, aren't you a preacher? And he said, yeah. And he said, well, why are you cutting your grass on Sunday? So Harold kind of made the decision. He goes, man, if that causes that guy, you know what I mean, to, to look at Sunday a different way, then... Uh, then yeah, I should probably maybe not come my grass. And, and again, that's, that's to each other. If I, if you're telling me that you should be like Samson and never cut your hair and only eat, you know, vegetables and, and only touch clean things and, uh, not drink much wine, that would be something that you would probably pray about individually. I know there's a lot of people doing the Daniel fasting and stuff now. Um, I think a lot of that's important. The most important thing, you know, as we're in Lent, you know, and giving something up for 40 days, a lot of our, our Catholic friends and, and even non-Catholic friends are doing that. I think that's awesome as long as you're accompanying that time that you're taking away from what you're doing. If you're not eating meat, then spend the time you would have been eating meat praying or, or meditating on, on Scripture or something like that. I think, But I think that's an individual thing. I don't think it would ever hurt. I'm not going to tell everybody to not eat bacon. and You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah don't eat certain combinations of food. I, you know, I don't know that. So, and some of that stuff's not applicable to today, you know, when it talks about slave and cow and that kind of stuff. I don't have any cows or slaves. So that part, you know, wouldn't apply to me. That's good. That's the truth. Glad to hear it. We've been wondering. Yeah. So Josh, you want to ask, you want to ask your doozy of a question? My doozy of a question. Is this the last one? Does anybody? No, we can we can keep going. We got. Uh, I don't care. Oh, oh, we got to. Go. I'm going to save Jessica's for last. Okay. Also, Courtney's family. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. All right, my question <laughs> is, um, why would God create someone, knowing that they're going to make the decision to not follow Him, knowing that they'll be eventually going to hell, because of that decision? Uh, why would he make them in the first place if he's all knowing, which he is? Obviously, I'm not questioning that part. But why? Why would why would he make that? And we've had a similar conversation to this before, but yeah. I'm, I'm still curious of your answer. Either one of you guys want to get on this? No, not it. Okay. 
All right. So I believe from reading the Bible and doing some other things like going to school for this sort of thing, that the answer is that God loves us so much more than we can understand. This is the easy answer. We can get a little deeper than this. He loves us so much more than we can understand that if he made us to follow him blindly, number one, our love wouldn't mean anything. And number two, we wouldn't be able to have a choice to seek a relationship with him. If I force my kids to do something that they don't have the free will to do, and I'm not talking about misbehaving, I'm talking about something other than that, it, it becomes not important to them, right? So by giving me the opportunity to accept his gift, Jesus Christ, sacrifice and resurrection, and love him back, that relationship is going to mean more to me than if he just said, I'm going to make Danny, and Danny's going to sing every Sunday, and he's going to do everything the way he's supposed to do it, and he's going to love me, and, you know, and that kind of thing. And, and ultimately, I mean, from, from the Garden of Eden, it's kind of, it's kind of our fault that, that this is the situation that we have, right? So, you know, going back to that, he couldn't create us. He created us in his image. He did not create us to be him. So because we are not an all-powerful creator, we had the potential to fail, which we did and continue to do. Right. Right. No, I, I get that. It's just been uh, like, that, and that's a, a question that a lot of non-believers have, right. especially, especially with what you were saying with the right. Garden of Eden is if God knew that Adam and Eve were going to sin, why create this, this perfect place in the first place? Because he loved us. That's weird, right? I mean, that's a weird I, it's answer. It's hard to wrap your head around, which is, which is yeah. why it's a hard question to answer when people, when non-believers ask you. Because if you don't have faith, then then you can't follow blindly, right? It, well, I mean, I guess you could, but but it, then it's harder to wrap your head around that and answer that question. Yeah. So, what, well, you got to have faith, right? Well, you sure. Have to, you have to have faith, and then, and that's kind of like um, w- with Dana's mm-hmm. comment of I want to see it. You know, I mean. It says multiple times, you, you that see will still not believe. You know, when, when Jesus is talking about his miracles and the things that he did here on earth. You have to have some faith. He requires you to have faith and, and, and faith in that this is the word of God. Right. And faith that this word of God shows you that the way to heaven is through his son, Jesus Christ. Right. So how do we answer that question as far as um, people who are not faithful and, and they asked the question. Obviously, like I, I follow the Lord because like I can see all the great things He's done. However, when when people don't see that, don't see it the same way, they think of it as cynical. But it's hard to put it in like a a context of dating versus marriage. You can date people, but there's not that like soulmate kind of thing. When you met Mel, like that's it because she loves you back so much more. It's this it's similar with like your children is that when they are obedient or they love you or they do things they're proving how much that they love you. Right. And it makes it so much more important. It's just like the all over indescribable love that Yeah, I, I think it comes that. down to it means more when right. it's pure. 
I mean, exactly. God knows what love is. God is love, and he made it to be pure, and we as humans are not pure. And so when we choose to love him, I mean, that's just, it, it means much more. You know, if I tell my kids to tell me they love me, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean near as much if <laughs> right. they come up to me like, Mommy, I love you. You know, it's... Right. We don't have or a they do something or they do something the, the the thing I think that God takes the most joy in is in in when when a when a follower of Christ serves like Christ did because then it's like hey I've instructed you to do something it's like when your kids do something mm-hmm. like when they say thank you and please consistently after you have told them a hundred thousand times <laughs> say it's like oh my gosh you're kidding. I think that he has that same feeling right <laughs> when 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 you selflessly give of yourself, in a situation where you're not looking for any credit and you're not looking for it, you know, you're just doing it because that is the Christian, good, Jesus-like thing to do. I think that he's like, ah, oh, yeah, they're getting it. It's the same, right? It's the same love that I have for all six of my kids magnified by infinity. Right. Which, which is hard for me to understand because I love my kids. I, you know, I mean, you know, but on the same note, your kids will upset you the most because they care, you care about them the most. Like you, I'm getting the maddest I've ever been at my kids because I'm like, I love you so much, but that love comes with, with this. And then you get into the conversation of, well, you can't have love unless you have rebellion against that love. The free will. We wouldn't know what love was if we didn't have the opportunity, <clears throat> excuse me, the opportunity to understand what it wasn't. Right. No, I, I get that. It, and it's, it wasn't so much a question <laughs> For me personally, because right. I, have, I have faith, it was, it was more so a question for how to answer to non-believers, right? Because uh, that's a that's a common question you get, sure. As a believer, is that is a good way to put it, though? How do you know what love is? Be- because you know what it isn't, right? Right. So that would be a good way to. <laughs> no, I agree. And for a non-believer, right. is how do you explain what it well, is to be a believer? It's right. how do you explain love to somebody who's never been in love? Right. right. It's good and evil, same, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Evil is terrible, and it right. is not of God. It is of His creation that was a that wasn't Him that was uh, that was able to fail. That it introduced this kind of thing, right? But how do you know what evil is if there right. is no good? How do you know what pure, good, true love is if there's not something evil that goes? Okay, this is this is the yin to the yang of, of what we're dealing with. But I think you know, and it's and it's difficult because. I would much rather, I'm like a non-believer in the case of, I would much rather know what my life is without any kind of, um, without any kind of hate or disappointment or evil or pain, you know, any of that stuff. So, but so that, because I know what that is, I also know what it's like when Tina and I get to, you know, talk and then you realize how much you love another person and then think God loves me infinite times more than that. It's like the song you sang, what was it, the Invitational Scars? I'm not, oh, yeah, Scars, yeah. Is thankful for these because you don't mm-hmm. realize how good his love is until right. you've gone through a period of time without right. it. And that's a, and as a parent, if God looking at God as a parent, mm-hmm. it probably pains him to see that I had to go through this terrible thing a couple of times before I understood. Right. It's like, hey, dummy i told you right here you know oh you know what i mean i told you right here that this is the way it's supposed to be right but to see me go through or all of us go through something that that you know that you that could have been prevented had you listened but that's not how we operate a lot of times and for me to understand what true happiness or true love or whatever is i had to go through this to get to to get to that that's why it tells us to consider it all joy right you know right 
we're being pruned for, you know, being more like Jesus than everything that we go through. Yeah, absolutely. Tina, you got a question? Yes, you do. (laughs) Don't shake your head. Yell it out. Really? You want to take one real quick? We're off the cuff. I wanted to know, um, I would, if I got to ask God a question, would be, how am I doing? Oh, that's a good one. That's a Great. Good one. Tina asked, if she got to talk to God, she would ask, how am I doing? Great. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> would you get a, do you, I mean, do you feel like you would get a well done, good and faithful servant? Because I don't, I feel like I'm never going to be good enough. But then I know he loves me no matter what. But then I want to keep striving to be better. Yeah, that's a good. That's. It's kind of like a circle. I hope they can hear you on these microphones. But Tina said that she feels like she's never enough, and that she's all. But but that forces her to strive to always be better. And I think that you're awesome. But I know that me he too. also loves me just the way I am. He does. He does love you. I would want to hear his words. Tell me how am I doing? Okay, you just want to hear him talk to you and tell you you're doing a good job, or you're, or we could, would, what would happen if he said we could work on this? I bet you'd work on it. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you would work on it. Yeah, I bet you would work on it. That is an interesting question, though. It is. Mm -hmm. I I think about it often. Self-reflection, I I suppose. I feel like he would go. Like on a scale of one to ten, I'm feeling like a six today. Uh, I I mean, honestly, though, I look back at myself and I'm like, wow, that was a rough one. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone, I mean, I think everyone with with the Holy Spirit as their conscience, probably, that's probably a very common Right. A very common thing. I mean, for me it is. I think, Courtney and I have talked about this when you were doing my hair last, is constantly striving, I feel, is a good way to go about it um and having those self-doubts it's when you feel like you're nailing it is when it's like oh <laughs> yeah oh. so the wheels are about to Reel fall it off. In. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah the wheels are about to fall off this thing and so that, i better get we talked about that before is having conversations with people who are like oh i'm good i've got this in the bag and i'm doing great things and it's like oh i Which, think I, i've heard you know people say well you know to be a believer or not a believer, well, so-and-so is a good person. How can you say that they're not going to heaven? And I've heard so many people ask me that, and it's it's so hard to describe what's good enough to get into heaven. You know, perfection. I think there's a... Well, the, the, the answer is perfection, right? And, but, but to somebody Jesus who doesn't believe, who feels like they're a good right. person, but they don't believe in Jesus, yes. it's hard to wrap their mind around, you have to submit to faith in Jesus Christ. Yep. And... You know, I think us knowing that we need, you know, we have sin, that we're not good enough, and that we need God is the the place to start. People that think they got it all together and they don't need God wouldn't see the point of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I have conversations with people, and I I will not say their names, but, I mean, it's pretty often where they're like, well, I'm a good person. I don't have to go to church, and, you you know, I do this and I do this, and I'm like, that's true. All of that is true. Right. But do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? Are you striving to be like him? Because once you get saved, then your responsibility changes, right? When you, when you accept Jesus Christ and you, and you accept him into your heart, now the rest of your Christian life, you should be striving to be as much like him as you, as you can. It's not, it's not possible here on earth. We know that, but, but 
but you should still be trying every day to be, how, how can I be in this situation more like Jesus? And I have to do that every day because sometimes I'm just like, man, I want to just flip out. Right. And then I'm like, how oh, well would Jesus flip out? Probably not. You know, I gotta get better. Well, I mean, everybody does. <laughs> everybody does. It would be cool though to get like a list. Like God just says like, these are the things you need yeah. to work on. It, All right. <laughs> <laughs> it would, that would be handy for sure. I feel like we, if God gave me a list of the things I needed to work on, I would not be able to carry it around. No, that'd be a mile long. Yeah. But not, the more you read the word, that <laughs> yeah. is the list, you know, yeah. everything that we need is in here. Yeah. And I've read the Bible a few times now. I still don't understand a lot of it, but every time I read it, I'm, I'm really feeling convicted in this way or that way. And okay, this part of my life needs to line up better yeah. because it says here, you know, being in the word is how you find your list. Yeah. I feel like the Holy Spirit will convict you of things that you're seeing and feeling yeah. and let you know where you need to kind of step it up. And be vulnerable to it mm-hmm. and open and humble of yeah. accepting, okay, yeah, I got my list of 10 and I'm failing right. on eight and a half of them. <laughs> okay, open it up and, you know, you have it. to be teachable. You yeah. have to, you know, seek wisdom and, and be teachable. Absolutely. In order to make any sort of changes. Well, I mean, the cool the cool thing that you that you said, Courtney, that I, that I picked up on was you were like, I've read this a couple of times, and each time I find something different that applies. That's the awesome part about the Bible. It's fluidity, right? I could read a verse that I read when I was twelve, and it means something so much differently to me than it does um, now. Right. And you're like, oh, but it but it still applies both both instances. It's like, oh, yes for this, and yes for this, and now, well, that's amazing. Well. Yeah. You know, it's not really that amazing. I mean, he wrote it that, you know, he had it written that way. Even with sermons, there have been times where I've talked to my mom where I'm like, well, what did you get out of the sermon? And it's something completely different, yeah. but 100% applicable to whatever mm-hmm. was going on with us individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, his word is living, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. living and it's, it's as much as culture dictates things around us the cool thing is it never dictates this i mean you can you look at like at the time some of this is written we're going through daniel right in our sunday school class the coolest sunday school class and uh (laughs) that's not true there's a lot of really awesome we wear pink on wednesdays there's a really awesome sunday school class besides all of them are really really awesome but we're going through daniel and we're reading things in daniel that was written we figured what 605 to 5 something bc that are Absolutely, 100% applicable in our life now. Big, the biggest being Daniel likable by everybody, hated by everybody. You know, like all the kings liked him. Everybody around him hated his guts because he, you know, he had that ridicule. And I think sometimes when you are a Christian and you're proud of it, I think some people are going to go, that dude is irritating. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of Jesus, you know, because, you know, because people can get like that. Those people are normally, but it's applicable is my point. Is applicable now as it was to those people then to the people coming in the future. It's pretty awesome. So we're gonna we're gonna answer Jessica. We kind of have already. We'd like to thank the Brewer family for the yeah, questions. Yeah, literally the Brewer family asks almost every question. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by the so, Brewer family. Don't advertise it like that. <laughs> people won't watch. <laughs> Jessica asked, and, and we're, I was laughing because she said, how would I know that I'm going to heaven? And I, I kind of yelled at her on the phone and says, kind well, of. it tells you in the Bible all over the place. But kind I of. thought about the, the verse that every single person 
can probably recite. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, for whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Right? I mean, that's that one. And then, I mean, that's pretty much it. You believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, you are going to heaven. All of the things you do after that, all of the works, the good people stuff, the like Jesus stuff, is a crown or is a jewel in your crown, right? But you are not going if you don't believe in Jesus Christ and the gospel, which is he was perfect. He lived a sinless life. He took on our sin. He died for three days. He was resurrected. He beat death for me and for you and for everybody out there listening, if anyone is out there listening. That is, I mean, that is the case. And if anybody's unclear on that, you can call one of the four of us and we will tell you for sure that this is absolutely the way. Oh, my God, um, yeah. <laughs> the world that he gave us. His one and only. <laughs> so, all right, what, we have any other questions? Courtney, what is, well, let's, before we ask any more questions, what was Madeline's comment to God? Madeline would tell God that she misses him and she loves him. That's her question Very to God. Sweet, yeah. Not quite a question, but she's like, that's all I got, Mom. <laughs> but I love that. It's just conversation yeah. with him. And it's so important when we go in prayer is to ask questions mm-hmm. and to listen and to just open up conversation with him and allow yeah. him to speak to us when we're quiet enough to listen because yeah. oftentimes I'm not. Right. Yeah. Like, I got this. <laughs> what, Tina, what did you say in Sunday school one day? And it made me laugh so hard was i'm not gonna bother him with this one he's a busy guy yeah <laughs> she like, does yeah, yeah you're trying to help him out yeah. he's a busy guy we tina tina and i both <laughs> and, and I, I will speak for her on this we feel sometimes that god has got so much to do that we'll just help him out i'm not gonna bother him with yeah. this little guy even though he breathed the world <laughs> into existence we sometimes feel like he could use our help yeah yeah and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on this story, but I was just talking to somebody about this and how God cares about every detail that right. there is in our life. I mean, down to yes. what we put on in the morning. The you know, our first thought. Our yeah. Yeah. I think maybe it was Mason because he could not believe that God knows how many hairs we have on our head. He's like, like every single hair. <laughs> like, yeah, he made us. You, well, you guys know? have he a knows. lot of hair. Yeah. yeah. You got a bunch of hair. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was just, I don't know. Mason's the funniest man because he he is he, he asks a lot of good questions and, and a lot of which I am stumped with. <laughs> so when they put that sandwich board out, that's got the people who got baptized last year. Mm-hmm. He came up to me. He's like, "Danny," I said, "Yeah." He goes, "I saw a picture of there. Did you see it?" I said, "Oh yeah." He's like, "Pretty cool." I was yeah. like, "It is pretty cool, man. It was awesome." Yep. So, um, I so I had I had some questions and they're going to sound weird and this is probably a weird place to put them, but I was going I would ask God. We're down here. I'm asking him, and he's giving me an answer. I want to talk about the book of Job extensively with with God. I want to know what behemoth is. I want to know what Leviathan is exactly. And I want to know some of the questions that that I've had about that book. And I love that book. And you know, um, always interesting to figure out. You know, when when I first started reading it a couple times, I was like, oh. You know, this book's making it hard for me to comprehend how this kind of fits in to, to, to the storyline. And then, you know, and Brother Harold preached on it, we talked about it and talked about it. And it's just so, and then in the end, you know, he gives four chapters of God reveals himself to Job multiple ways. Kind of like my dad used to reveal how angry he was, it seemed like. But, 
you know, it's just one of those books. I was like, I want to sit and have a conversation about this book. And I want you to, that's the one book probably in the Bible that I would like to really, I want you to reveal everything about this book mm-hmm. to me because. Yeah. I would definitely like to see, you know, his thought process and all knowing way behind putting one of his, you know, most obedient servants through all that. I have a hard yeah. time with that book too. I know that God is, you know, knows way better than we do. And mm-hmm. there's, there's definitely a point I can get things out of that book, but when it comes down to just seeing it for, you know, on the surface of yeah. what happened, it's very hard to, to digest. It's, it's one of those tests for me as a, as a Christian of, I have to go into reading this book, accepting your sovereignty right off the bat, right? You, you know, hey, you know, devil's prowling around. Have you considered Job over here? I'm like, hey, wait a minute. You know, yeah. <laughs> not Job. But, you know, that's, and like I said, you know, you have those questions. And I think it's, I think it's good to have those questions. It means you're paying attention, number one. And number two, it means that you, you, you are willing to, I am willing to admit there are plenty of things about this book that I, I do not understand and probably never will until I get up there and then I can maybe ask or I just won't care. You mean the majority yeah. of the uh, imagery and revelations? Is that what you're referring <laughs> There's that. Yeah. Still waiting on my talk. picture. Oh, sorry, revelation. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Shun. Yeah, Revelation. That's that's another question. Yeah, that was a what, fun. What book. the heck is going on? That yeah. book was intense. It is intense. Just the I remember, imagery alone. I remember going through some of it um, in transitions when we did Wednesday yeah. night transitions, and yep. there were a couple people that were either non-believers or very new to you know Christianity, and they were like, "This is the kind of stuff that scares me half to death." Yeah. <laughs> like God coming down with snakes out of his mouth and all, <laughs> yeah, whatever. What was a sword? Fiery sword. Whatever. Yeah. Let's not let's not mislead our viewers. <laughs> Sorry, all five. Sorry, of them. a fiery sword coming out <laughs> yeah. of his mouth. All five. You're being very generous being today, generous. Danny. All five of them. Thank you yeah. for all your like knowledge. Forty. Do what now? But that, that stuff is scary. Like we, do. we do. I remember going through it and being scared to death of it, mm-hmm. and then reading it as an adult. It was much different. Like yeah. it scared the bejeebies out of me as For a 12 sure. year old 13 yeah. year old kid yeah my aunt like, would talk about like, the rapture and i'm like i just did it with my mommy yeah <laughs> they'll take me jesus yeah like i don't want to get swooped up in balls of fire right. and all this and it's like well you know the good yeah. news is if you are a believer in jesus christ you don't have to deal with all of that stuff he's gonna he's gonna peel you out of here and <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> and it's Sorry. gonna be awesome um so we didn't sing nope. that's the first time we you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> What can I say except you're welcome? And uh, there it goes. Now yeah. we're singing. I think we sang a little bit earlier. For the wonderful did. world you know. Well, God said that. God said that. For the wonderful world you know. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of good discussion. It's, and it's, you know, come with childlike faith. Oh, oh, come with childlike faith. So, you know, it's not surprising that some of the kids have some of like the best, you know, the best questions, you know, does God have a beard? I th- you know, you hear it like, you can just hear kids like, he's got to have a beard. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you can look on him to tell if he has a beard, but in every, <laughs> every movie they think he does. He's got a big white beard and a bunch of white hair. I don't think that's accurate. But every teacher I, you know. that I've ever had, every boss that I've ever had in my parents, if you don't ask me questions, I don't know what you don't know. Right. Right. And right. it's no different than asking the father questions of, yeah. 
I don't know what I don't know. And I think it shows vulnerability, but there's a strength in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I was thinking about this before we, before we head out here, I was thinking about um, when you said, oh. when you think you're killing it, right? It's That's rare. when, what, no, when, I mean, when <laughs> you're just, like? yeah. <laughs> can't relate. When you're just, when you're just killing it. And you, you you know you think you've got it all together. Right. That's when you kind of have to look, you know, kind of go. We got problems. Yeah, you know, something's about yep. to happen. So I think about that, and and you know, Paul tells you that it's in your weakness that God is strong. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, and I've said this a bunch of times, and and I think we've even talked about it in some of our Bible studies with the praise team is the more comfortable you are, there's probably not the job you're supposed to be doing for the kingdom anyway. God likes you to be uncomfortable because in that discomfort you can't take any credit you know and that's when you're growing i think right. the most i know for a fact that none of the four of us are super comfortable doing this but you know i think if somebody hears something and gets some encouragement out of this plus you know it's kind of nice to hang out with you guys on a friday night kind of yeah yeah. Ish. Ish. I had other plans, but this was fun. You had no other plans. We already talked about this. Mel already I told us nothing. you don't do anything. You ain't got nothing going on, Josh. Come on. I got my dog, though. Yeah, you do. How's he doing? He's doing good. You got him a new toy today. So. We have, we have our, we're getting a new puppy on Sunday. We're leaving I'm after excited. church and going up and getting a new puppy. But we also have a geriatric puppy that's just entered what we would call the geriatric stage of his We were talking existence. about you. No. <laughs> Me too, but you can bring him over or her over to hang out with Charlie. Yeah, do you hear that? Yeah, Tina's so excited she Don't can't hardly stand it. Yeah, I love puppies. So, um, we'll be tra- taking a trip up and back to Michigan. Exciting. In a yeah. day. So Tina and I have done this three different times: going to Michigan and back, either fishing or picking up a puppy, or going. Fi- oh, yeah. Well, going fishing, tattooing, and um, every time that we have either gone up or come back it has poured down rain so i'm talking boat, right? monsoon yeah, yes monsoon type monsoon type rain so we'll pray for just we don't even we just need decent weather we don't even need hey, you make it back every time <laughs> <laughs> you're killing it <laughs> yeah yeah we were uncomfortable jesus take the wheel yeah there was one there was a couple of those there was a, we stopped one time on the side of the road that was so you couldn't see we stopped. Yeah, it was terrible. We, everybody pulled off and just sat. We sat under a bridge abutment. Yeah. Is that what they're called? <laughs> Is that a word? Overpa- underpa- overpass? That's too Danny. Isn't the bridge abutment those things that hold the bridge up? We were underneath one of those guys. I don't know what they're called. I always called them an overpass. Yeah. Take your word for it. Or, or bridge. Overpass. I'll look it up. We'll report back next next <laughs> podcast. Nobody cares. On that. <laughs> you, you don't know that. Maybe. Somebody might. That might be one of their questions. Comment below if you yeah. know what he's talking about. Yeah, also comment below with some of your questions that you would ask God. If, if again, this is just he shows up one day and you get to ask, what, we give him one question? One question? Yeah, you just get one. Oh. What, did, did you Did you waste your question? I don't know. <laughs> Can I have I, another one? I don't know what I would ask. <laughs> well, you just already, already asked a question. I know, but that's like, if I only get one, that seems so minuscule. All the questions that we have here, though, I don't, like you said, I don't really think we're going to care when we get to heaven. We're going to be so overwhelmed to be in yeah. the presence of God that none of this stuff, it, it's not even going to be on our mind. Well, I mean, 
and and I'll be, you know, I, I can't ever say that I would be disappointed in heaven because I don't know. I don't feel like I would. Every description I've ever read about it in the Bible sounds pretty awesome. You know what I mean? But I, I mean, I think, you know, about, about knowing your family and things like that. I'll, yeah, I hope so. You know, I've, I've talked about, you know, this a bunch of times. So I have a, an aunt, a grandfather, a grandfather, grandmother that I'm very, that was very close to that I'd, I'd really like to hang out with them again, right. you know? So, you know, I, plus it would be kind of lonely if you didn't, you know what I mean? If you didn't really know anyone, but yeah, you'll know. I know. I try you to know. comfort myself because that's, that's the one thing that probably bothers my little human mind the most is, you know, you know, your family here. I want my kids, you know, to be close to me up there and I don't know what it's going to be like. I know, you know, I always comfort myself with, you know, it's going to be so awesome. Yeah. Whatever it is, and and however it is, it's going to be so awesome. You know, God doesn't call it our reward for, you know, right, right, for nothing. It's going to be so much better than we can imagine. So that in itself should, you know. And he understands what you care about. And you're not going to get, there's not going to be disappointment up there. You're not going to get up there and go, oh, what the heck? Right. <laughs> you know, where's this? And where's this? And, we're going to be in so much awe, like mm-hmm. yeah. ah. Carrie Job's going to be singing to me in right. the background, and Courtney, yeah, ah. Carrie, right. yeah. Carrie Job and Courtney. That's what I imagine that the angels ass- sound so like. The assumption that is they're going to belong in the same sentence. <laughs> so the assumption you. is is they're both going to beat you up there. <laughs> well, no, they're going to. It's just going to be a recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what I, just I think imagine about that's what though. angels sound like. How how I mean how big of an honor would that be if they piped Courtney in? To heaven. I said that she's not even She's not I'm even gone here. yet, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I'm telling you. So we can see. We, we won't know until we find out. We're, huh? all, we're all conceding she's the best singer, right? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't yeah. think that's ever been a debate. I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The cons- yeah, I thought I figured the concession was that. No. no. We really didn't need you to vote. Cause yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, out of four, if three say yes, your vote really doesn't matter. Adjourn. Majority. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> Sorry. Interesting. Hmm. Well, so. I do think that you know, there's people that would say, <laughs> "All right, let's get back on track." Okay. Here. Everybody has such different talents. Every voice so is different. Energy. Every sa- you know, you were talking about how many sounds we're going to hear that are yeah. different. How many smells? How many you know sights, colors that we're going to see? I think it's so awesome that God makes everybody so different. And I don't think that we're going to get to heaven and all just be mindlessly, you know, right. mindlessly worshiping God. I think that God gives each of us our own uniqueness and I, yeah. I can't imagine heaven without that. So I, yeah, I mean, whatever well, it is, I feel like we're all going to be some of ourselves up there. He doesn't take away everything he's made us special with when we get there. Yeah, I, no, I think that that's an interesting, uh, you know, I don't know if I've ever thought about that in that way, but. And that's just yeah, my thoughts. I can't back that up scripturally, I, but I, that's just I me. love to sing. I hope when I get to heaven, I sing better. Yeah. But you know. Same. Me too. Yeah. So. I'd love to sound like Carrie Joe. Yes. <laughs> you do. <laughs> so. Yeah, I am paying attention. But you know, I, I mean, that's one of those things that we think, you know, we talked about before this, and this thing's going on for a long time. Like, we should have known, because we have a collective ADD. Somebody start playing the but, music. Um, but, you know, it'll be so interesting <laughs> to not have anything to do. You're not going to have, they're not, you know, St. Peter's not going to hand you a, a schedule and go, okay, at 8 a.m., you've got breakfast with Jonah. 
And at 9 a.m., you're going to go sit and talk to Moses for an hour. You know what I mean? There's just going to be, it's just going to be, there's no time stamp on anything. You don't have to be anywhere at any specific time. We talked earlier, time might not even exist. We might not even know what that is. It's just a whole bunch of awesome just floating around. And I'm going to be 33 again. Yeah. (laughs) You're 33 now, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're 33. Yeah. So, well... What are you looking up there, Lindsay? There's somewhere in Revelation that doesn't it list out like 13 different instruments? Multiple, playing? multiple times. Yeah. No, that's Daniel. No, is yeah, it Daniel? It's, it's Daniel when the king. It's Daniel when the king says they've You're got right. to bow down to the statue. He lists like 75. You heard it here first, folks. He Danny's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut cut that part yeah, out. <laughs> Yeah, he lists the, all the different instruments that they have to play. Yeah, like and three different to, times. At least three different times. Yeah, yeah. I was exhausted yeah. for you when you were reading it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was difficult. Are they gonna know how to play an instrument? I, I would. I don't. Well, I have fingers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like this is how it's supposed to be. Obviously, if I was you born don't that want way. Fingers, you don't have to have fingers, Thank you, Courtney. I don't know. That's accurate. If God doesn't want you to have fingers, he won't have fingers. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I might need him to play something. <laughs> I'm going to play an instrument. We digress. Can we I'd cut this to, yeah. part too? I try to get. No. I'll, 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 I'll try out for Heaven's Band. That's for sure. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. I'll be, I don't we'll know all that. be in Heaven's We'll be back band. together yeah. again. Yes. The band will be back together again. Perfect. Courtney, God is vocals. not going to allow this in heaven. <laughs> no, no chance. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, take us out with Hosanna, please. Yeah, so, so, oh, let's cover some stuff. Well, let's real quick, you reminded me. Let's cover some stuff that's coming up here at church real quick. Jessica, by the way, good luck with this one, Mm -hmm. editing this guy. We love you. We do love you. Just don't do it. You're uh, welcome. A couple things that are coming up at church. We want to make sure that everybody knows that we are having three Easter services, 8 o'clock, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. Um, There is no Bible study on Easter Sunday. It's just going to be the three services. Um, And there's going to be a Good Friday service at 7 p.m. So mark your your calendars and your clocks for that. Uh, What else is going on at church? We've got the women's Bible study that's happening, I think, on Monday nights and Wednesday nights. We have the men's Bible study that's starting, actually, I believe, this Sunday. Uh, it's starting at 7 a.m. is a class, and then at 9.30 is a class. And then the next Wednesday, they're starting 6.30 in the morning, on Wednesday morning. 6.30 at night, there's two classes. There were so many guys, they had to break up the six, uh, the nice. Wednesday evening class into two, which is really awesome. That's a great, great response for that. When is the marriage one? The, uh, Sunday, Sunday nights at 6, at six or 6.30. We're working up a worship night for some time in yeah. 2021. Yeah. When, when we, <laughs> we think, so I think, I feel like. Sorry. It's really happening, Harry. I feel like. It has to now. Don't that, cut that, Jess. That <laughs> I feel like that we're going to a higher percentage very soon, which will make it much easier for us to plan something uh, during a during a weekend. And it's getting warmer out. So yeah, it is. It, is. Yeah. Well. it became, yeah. it was great this week. We'll Sunshine. have to check the radar well, first. <laughs> our last outdoor event was huge. Yeah, so. it was. It was the, yeah. there was the jamie jam, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. yeah. Everybody loves a good, good glow stick. Best night of my life. Yeah. Aww. Mason got baptized in the, in the big silver bin. It was right. awesome. In the Hulk crawl. Yeah. 
I think it was a cattle trough, hog trough. Yeah. I think it was a pig trough. Yeah. I cleaned it out really good. I just made sure I was like, <laughs> I was like, if I were to clean this thing, that poor kid, I'm going to dunk him in some weird. Got all the fertilizer yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you. Yeah. So. Jeez. Did I get you? Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, anybody have anything else to add? I do. I miss God and I love him. Yeah. <laughs> if If you have any questions about anything. Uh, please reach out, comment below, like and share because I think that helps. That helps us somehow. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You're the you're the social media guy. Yeah, I'm on Facebook every night. Yeah, so yeah. that's your qualification yep. of being the social media guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like and share and and follow. Yep. Get um, us out there. Comment. Actually, if you comment, it actually uh, increases the algorithm. So then we get expo exposed mm -hmm. to people that aren't actually following the page. Is that true? It is true. It'll show that your friends have commented on a page, even if you're not following it. So then you can see that huh. they're commenting, and then you might actually watch it. Thank you, nice. Mr. Zuckerberg. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you probably sing way better than Mark Zuckerberg. I can't. Probably, I can't believe. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe yeah. he'd have a good voice. I don't. I wouldn't say so. He could surely pay for vocal lessons. He could. So. He absolutely could. Sure. Doesn't work for everybody. No. <laughs> so, does anyone? Would anyone? Would anyone like to pray us out of this mess? I pray to send Danny. You want to? I will. Pray if us you out? if you would like for us to continue this, comment below. I think this dislike is listen, not. Listen, no, no. no, no if no, you would no, like no. for us to not continue this, please don't let us know. It'll hurt my. Yeah, family. it'll hurt our feelings. So don't don't say anything at all. Perfect. So let's if pray. You don't have anything. <laughs> Lord, thank you so much for this time. Lord, thank you for just. Um, the questions that we have and, and the ability to kind of discuss some of these things, Lord, and maybe answer some of them and still just to cut, just, just be in awe of the wonder that is you in this world that you've created. Lord, thank you for faith. Um, and, and thank you for the ability to express it. And, um, thank you for just the things in the Bible that, that make us ask these questions. They just help us to seem to grow a little bit closer to you. And we thank you for your book to be living to where it applies to just different parts of our lives at different times. Lord, you're just so awesome and you just know so much. And, and it's just awesome to be able to just kind of discuss those things. Lord, be with this group as we just continue to try to sing and, and we try to lead and we try to worship Lord and help us to just do that in a way that just glorifies you and keeps us kind of out of the forefront. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.